Did you say go? Yep. Fuck. It's time. What up? Welcome back to the StoryWorks podcast. This is episode 12. I am your host, Echoes. I am your co-host, Andrew Hall. We've got some very, very special guests today. One returning and one new. How's it going, everybody? I'm Burgundy. I have a show called BRGND TV. Check that out. So what's going on, guys? It's Nate from Enjoy the Epic and uh, local videographer and uh, 626 fanboy, you know. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, Davis is in the room just so we can look at that beautiful mug of Got his. some Davis simps in the chat. So um, <laughs> this episode is coming out on October 1st. We have officially hit spooky season. Ooh. Fuck Which shit. will be at a premiere on that day. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Wait, yeah, no, we'll this episode comes out October 3rd. I fucking, uh, <laughs> I fucking lied. Uh, this episode comes out on October 3rd. Which is my Ooh. sister's birthday. It's good, though, because yeah. then you can go to the movement premiere at the Akron Civic on October 1st to see Nate's premiere documentary. All of us, all of us got to work on that. We'll, it's we'll not spooky. Fun. It's a documentary. It's, it's, yeah, it's just spooky. a dad from Akron. Little ad spot right there. There you go. So, yeah, October 3rd, we, we are in the haunting season, boys. So, um, to be fitting, we, we picked a couple of really impactful modern horror movies from one of the newer and kind of one of my favorite directors after seeing these films, um, Ari Oster. We're going to be talking Hereditary first, and then we're going to talk a bit about Midsummer. Two spooky movies. I got to say, man, um, just as an overall reaction, wow. These movies fucked me up. Fucked <laughs> Just up, as bro. a general reaction. I straight up watched Hereditary like twice back to back. So really? I spent four hours last night watching that, and I just couldn't get my eyes off of it with those slow zooms they got to build your tension and all that. Absolutely. That so shit's well wild, done. Man. He really knows how to set an environment and, and create a mood. Yeah. I mean, especially with the set, like the house is so big and empty, but it looks like nice. But at the same time, you could see how somebody would just be miserable in there. The colors are so cold and it's just so void of life. It's just so well done. And in contrast to that, he came out with Midsummer, which is bright, beautiful colors, open skies the whole time. I still want to watch it tripping, bro. Like, it looks (laughs) so flowery and colorful with the hills it's just it's insane it's great imagery though oh absolutely absolutely um i will do what i can stop swinging the microphone around dennis that's not how you use it come on you you have to be careful with that's you know i'm fine that'll work all right all right anyway listen let's dive head first into hereditary we we, i watched that first we watched both of these movies in a quick succession which was a horror fucking horrifying i've got many disturbing images <laughs> baked into my brain right oh now. yeah um but yeah let's start off with hereditary we're not going to get into deep spoilers yet i just want to talk moods themes um characters how you felt about certain performances um andrew start us off man everything about that movie is so fucking unsettling <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude um <laughs> that's my takeaway that's, yeah. no, that's no, all no, you for got. sure for sure um no that like the way that it just makes you feel so uneasy about every scene you're in. Yeah. 
just like really gets to me. <laughs> He's really a master at that. And what I really enjoyed kind of going along with that is how long he has you sit in moments and, and just sit and stew with those characters. Yeah. Um, a couple scenes that just come to mind, you know, it's just these long shots and you're just there. It's a lot of facial acting and you're just, it, it's, it's surreal, man. I mean, it's oh, just yeah. crazy. I was just telling my girl, like, uh, last night I was just telling her, he, he likes to do these shots where we'll just hold them out for a long time. So, like, you'll have an exterior shot yeah. of the house and it'll just stay there. And then you go into the house and you think, okay, now things are going to start happening. I'm going to get scared now. Right. But he just draws that shot out. Then it's just a long hallway shot and you're just waiting the entire time for whatever this buildup is leading to. Right. It, and it's just, and it'll that, that go score, on for like five that minutes. Score the score adds so much to that slow, creeping, just haunting feeling that he's going for. Like, there was more of that than, like, any jump scares of any type, too, which exactly. is great for me because, like, jump scares are cool in small doses. Right. But right. when it's overused, it gets ridiculous. This and is... he just doesn't even rely on it at all. Right. It's, it's very psychological. Um, and it's it's just always keeping you guessing. But at the same time, what I found really masterful about this movie is that it's so much of just the family drama while while all the scary, you know, unknown is happening, it's all working in the background until it collides. You know what I mean? And yeah. usually, like, paranormal stuff doesn't get me at all, like, period, because ghosts just aren't scary to me. Right. But the way that they do it just makes you lean more into the family drama. For so sure. So you're more concerned about the family than the ghost, particularly. Yeah. yeah. And it almost draws, like, it works as a really good allegory for, like, mental health. For sure. You know what I mean? And just watching somebody's decline in the context of a ghost story. Yeah. It's just really I well mean, done and doesn't mental take health away from is a it. pretty huge theme throughout hereditary too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean And you even see it stretching to midsummer. I would say, I mean, yeah, sure. like Annie's family has like a history of mental illness. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they yeah, they definitely display that for sure. Definitely relatable. Nate, general thoughts on hereditary. So I actually watched um, Hereditary after I had watched Midsummer. Oh, okay. I had watched uh, what's what is it? It's what's up with the Johnsons or what's going on with yeah. the Johnsons. Oof. Very like probably when it first came out back in 2011, you, 2012. You caught like, that before any it, of his features? It was oh yeah, way before Ari Aster was like um, he's a OG. A yeah. That yeah, was his I know him thesis. before he had a he following. Was, he's very young. Yeah, he's he's only like 33, 34, I believe now. Yeah. And he um he's kept the same like DP, the same everything mostly throughout his career and you love so, to see that. Yeah, so he's I'm very interested to see what he's going to do with his next um project, but Hereditary um always stuck with me not getting into the spoilers because of the yeah. certain scene yes <laughs> when they're driving and yes. like mm. that one that one got me immediately so because well done, I'm the too. same way with Dennis where I hate mm-hmm. I hate ghost movies I hate um anything that is re- resembling uh yeah. you know loud insert loud music cue here jump scare and I know? don't even mind all of that it's just it's so overdone exactly. in so many movies like right. you have the Come entire on, like the original, I know, yeah. the original. life <laughs> and so that's why it's very unique because it you know it really does play with 
are they just kind of going crazy or is there an actual yeah. demon or see is there that's what like, i think yeah is that it's actually just mental health like told from the perspective of a person with these mental health issues mm -hmm. right. so they're trying to rationalize it in any kind of way which draws into the paranormal angle yeah but really i just think we're watching somebody's fucking mental breakdown yeah which is so good for me because like the, even ghost stories can be good in general, but they got to be done in an interesting way. And mm -hmm. that's just what this story like really leans into. He absolutely nailed it. And by, yeah, by the end of it, no spoilers, but it really does kind of, I mean, it subverted my expectations. It kind of went a different route, you know, by, by the end of it, I, I really want to watch this movie again. I've only seen it once. So Dennis, Dude, you, the you second watch through, yeah. you start catching yeah. the foreshadowing that goes down very early in the yeah. movie. Well, I think that's, I think that's Ari Aster. He, that's his in thing. Because yeah. he does a lot of foreshadowing in Midsommar too. Oh, very heavy. Yeah, in a beautiful way. I mean, I love it. I love it. Um, and it'll drop like three or four things in there, like in the very beginning that you wouldn't catch until the second like playthrough. Right. You know, because like there was stuff that got foreshadowed that I completely forgot about. Until I went through again and I went, oh, that happened. You right. know, I'm trying not to spoil anything. It's such a good movie. Yeah. I just want to talk about every little detail. No, we I know. We spoil everything here. We do. We do. We're just, I'm starting off with a non-spoiler conversation. We're waiting oh, okay. before we get into the I will say, spoil. if you um, haven't seen it by now, it's your fault. One of my uh, <laughs> favorite things between Midsummer and Hereditary that he does is the use of, like, unique, forms of like auditory expression like yes. the clicks oh and then in midsummer they do like the same oh, thing like yeah, that dude. they do the weird like breathing and the weird like yes. all of the stuff that they do yeah like it's they do so all that strange. stuff oh, yeah, that you, that's like breathing and that's the... not normally expressed in your any it, it just makes you uncomfortable senses. yeah it uses yeah. the senses in a different way that i've very much enjoyed i've watched midsummer probably five times yeah hereditary only twice um because hereditary fan versus well, yeah like <laughs> strongest and, and, and i never i never hated on hereditary it was just more or, yeah. or less the same deal like with dennis i never really was like chasing ghost stories yeah and i think uh you know a callback to your previous episode that's mm. why i love jordan peele yeah. yes mm. he is he takes these unique stories and he grounds them in reality while sometimes you can just suspend your disbelief right and it's like easier to do that with hereditary than it is like something like uh for sure just list x x amount of X, ghost y, stories Z, here yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like you know they all do the same cut and copy paste and i think that's why hereditary stuck out for a lot of people's because of yeah. the fact that they he took those tropes and then reinvented them right and then like did his own thing with them and he, he even does that with midsummer yeah and i think starting because all the interviews that i've i've listened to uh concerning hereditary he said First and foremost, this is a family drama. I say mm -hmm. it's a movie about family. Yeah, yeah and and you know, Vin Diesel voice. <laughs> it's a movie about family. family. <laughs> um, in that, I was really drawn in by the family drama. I mean, these actors like Tony Collette should dude. have won an Oscar. Shoot. One of them's a Naked Brothers band, dude. Dude, dude like, Alex no. Wolf. Yeah, like shout out to the Naked up, Brothers dude. band because he's in uh, he's in Pig. Is he's he for real? Yep. He's all, isn't he in the Green Knight? Or is that somebody yeah. else? No, 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 he's not. That's, that's somebody that's else? That's a different guy. I yep. haven't seen The Green Knight yet. If I'm not mistaken, that's the guy from that movie where he's stuck on a boat with that tiger. Life of Pi? Life of Pi. Yeah. Oh, that's, I, if oh, I'm yeah, not that's mistaken, a good one. If I'm not mistaken, I could be totally just like, edit that out, Davis, if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, dude. <you> know, <laughs> I literally... 500%. Yeah. I literally mispronounce 
85% of the names I say on this. Not going to lie, I completely slept on the actor study of this. I just watched, you know, I just <laughs> no, watched good, the man. movie. That's why I yeah, got Yeah, dude, we can load some stuff The up. other day, it, it the, is one, the, the other episode when you were uh, calling Christopher Nolan Did I call him Christian? Christian you called him Christian was, Nolan? I was fusing them <laughs> as if they did the fusion dance in the Dragon Ball. So listen, I'm totally and wrong. It's wrong. not the guy from Life of Pi. He, he's wrong. He's in Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, it's, okay. it's the dude from Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. So, um... Edit that out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. We're raw as fuck, boy. That's, I'm going to get canceled in like five years. <laughs> so that's exactly what's going to happen. Nate Silbaki. All right. Dragonborn. Let's dive in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this shit. Are you saying that it's... Spoilers. Spoiler. Three, time. two, one. Dude, when her fucking head flies <laughs> off, bro, yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. Like that he shit. Bite the I pillow. paused it. I'm going I paused in dry. it for the first time I ever watched it, and I was just like, "But what was better, when her head came off, or when it cuts back to her head getting eaten and shit, dude?" Bro, no, when With he stops, dude, it and looks he so goes good. home oh, and doesn't tell her, I was like, "That's fucked this up." This is great. Like this is this phenomenal is because awesome. yeah. it, yeah. it just tonal shift immediately. Yep. Like, it oh was, yeah. Oh, that was that's horror. Like that's horror, right? I now. was her like mental so breakdown, scared. like right immediately following that. Her mental breakdown was so well done. She really captured the anxiety, it's like in all of her real, mannerisms. Man. The guttural, like she's screaming, wailing. "I want to die!" Yeah, yeah, the wailing, and dude. he's just standing right outside the door. I was like, dude, I was like really and that like slow shot. Yeah, mm. I was really just stunned at that point in the film. Like I didn't, I just. I, I was fucking stun locked. I, I was, was just like, yelling. I can't even imagine how this fucking dude feels. I was yelling. I'm like, fucking yeah, get He's it. Just like, <laughs> oh, God. like that's what I want to see in a horror movie. I want to see, you know, kids getting kids getting decapitated. <laughs> you know what I mean? God, okay, dude. okay. Well, I guess I'm not as canceled anymore now. Dude. <laughs> Whatever, bro. It's a horror <laughs> movie. It's not <laughs> real. The most controversial episode. Yeah. <laughs> You brought me in here, bro. So I'm you guys voting you for brought me in. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I could not. I had to look away from that head. It was Dude, too it was so realistic, Dude, man. The mealworms just up oh, in the eye socket. Oh, Her oh, mouth oh, was busted open. The practical effects were just phenomenal. Like I, love I don't know that how you practical. get that like rotting flesh look that gray skin it was, yeah. they, used an act, they used her actual head face. yeah they just yeah, killed dude. an actress she was a no 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 she was simply buried underground to her head oh that sounds they right just they did it on a beach yeah. and then they that's uh, how they yeah. got you know, their put the road in post yeah, 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 you know yeah. they didn't want to make a whole head yeah they just Say put real like ants in her eyeballs <laughs> jesus fucking well yeah <laughs> no dude well, that um my girl hated that scene. I like replayed she... it three times the first time. You're like, time wait, 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 no, it. watch here. I'm like, dude, look. My at girl it. hated it. I had to replay it had three to replay times it every time, dude. But no, as soon as like she started coughing with the cake, I was like, what happened? I my knew first thought I was like, is my that first cake thought, spiked? peanuts. Well, because yeah, they show the exactly. they show the chick just fucking chop 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 chop. Oh yeah, I didn't even catch that. Yep. Not even gonna lie, didn't even catch that. And they cut the cake with a knife. Yep. Chop, 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 chop. Oh, with the same <laughs> knife that they cut the nuts with. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, dude. As soon as she started, I was so, like, my anxiety shot up to 10. As soon as, like, you heard the wheezing breath, I was like, and, and, and 
fucking Peter's just just ripping a bong up At there, first, dude. I thought he was a complete dickhole the first wash. Peter, like, I'm like, dude, call an ambulance. He's just a kid. You, I've seen man. your house. You have ambulance money. Like, you let's have call ambulance money. That's the funny. ambulance. But at the same time, like second playthrough, I'm like, okay. I can't really blame this kid. He's jumping into action. Like, yeah. as soon as he sees what's wrong, he's carrying that little girl out to the car, mm-hmm. going up to, what, 100 miles an hour on the yeah, road? Yeah, he was trying to get to the like, hospital. He was doing yeah. everything that he felt that he could mm-hmm. without adrenaline going through, and it just made me empathize with him more. Yeah, and you can know? you imagine, dude, the way that um, the actress for Charlie, let me get her name here. It's Millie... Millie um, Shapiro. She did a really good job being creepy as fuck, dude. Yeah, and, and like just, just like, dead she in the played face. That role perfectly, but when she's breaking out in these hives mm. and she's gasping for air and yeah, like just clawing at her throat, I was like, oh my god, could you imagine? Yeah, no, no way. And I love how they played out Peter's like kind of PTSD from that when he's oh, sitting god. in class. Yep. Do you remember the scene? And he starts mm-hmm. to look up, and it's the and he rear sees view the mirror. mirror. Yeah. Or like that. the clicking in his ear. Like yes. That. Oh yeah. The that... clicking is haunting. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fucking that's... haunting. That's another like what you were talking about his use of sound when it mm. comes to building tension. It, it like it's just the tiniest little things. It, yeah. That are All just the other sound off-putting goes and like... unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite, uh, like my top three scenes would be the like head. Yeah, the scene of her chasing him into the into, into the, the attic, attic and she oh, dude, her, her up head, in the attic, and she yeah, that was that freaked me out. Bang, 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 and then bang, the bang, final bang, bang, scene bang, bang, when they when do she, the uh, long shot up to the the treehouse when she like, like floats up. I thought that was beautiful, that was, dude. When because she the soundtrack, up, like, the soundtrack actually, um, it, it got it, the thing that sucks is it got TikTokified because everybody was using it to like put it in the background of their videos, but the soundtrack is amazing. Like it is a, it's beautiful. Um, I believe he, if I'm not wrong, they use the same composer for Midsummer, but they may mm-hmm. have used a, a different a one. Swedish uh, composer for Midsummer. Gotcha. I just, I loved when uh, Peter wakes up after, like, everything's happened. Yeah, and uh, Annie's just in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. So Tony Collette is. As soon as it gets dark out and I turn the lights off in my room, Tony Collette's in the corner. <laughs> she's up in the corner and she's staring at she's me. She's up in the yeah. corner. I am scared. If I ever see Tony he Collette, said, in real I'm life, scared. I'm running away. Dude, yeah, she's uh, she's amazing. She was I the main character, right? Yeah, Tony the mom. Collette. Okay, yeah, I wanted to make sure she, she was. was... Just, she was just in something recently, and I'm trying to think of what she was in. Was she in Knives Out? I think she might have been. Dude, did you? I so I didn't realize this, but. Um, until I like rewatched the scene. Yeah. Um, but when they do the cut from like daytime to nighttime yeah. at their house. Are you talking about exterior? that exterior shot? Yeah, did you realize that they're perfect? that like the whole forest is populated with cultists? What? At nighttime? Oh wait, you saw that in that shot? Because yeah. I remember it's, uh... the, it's it's when it's when Peter wakes up. Like before like right before he wakes up. To, to her it's, being in the corner? Yeah. Right before he wakes up to that, wow. there's the like exterior shot of daytime, the house, and it's man. daytime, and then cut to nighttime. And there's just naked. And there's naked cultists. 
Wow, that is throughout the awesome. forest. Damn, I didn't dude. even know. I didn't. That. No, I didn't. I didn't realize it until I did like a second watch through. Because I remember when a little girl that got clapped, um, Charlie walked in. Peace. Charlie, and uh, I remember when she like walked into the woods barefoot or whatever, and she saw that cultist like doing uh, a little ceremony. I think there. it was her. I think it was, was her, her grandma. grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that was more obvious though. But that's really cool that you caught that. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's wild. Creepy, man. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that shot. I love I'm gonna that. have to move there. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, dude. I think there were also. Uh, like cultists that were present in the final scene, yeah, that you could see that like were present throughout the film itself. Like, really, in earlier yeah. scenes in yeah, the background like, and shit. The the That's insane. There was one guy I specifically. Remember, he was at the funeral, like smiling at the kids in the yeah, background. Yeah, a lot of the, I was gonna say a lot of yeah, the like I think like all out. of the cultists were like present at the funeral too. Yeah, he popped out like full frontal dick shot and everything, bro. Like, yeah, he dude. was not hiding at all. Yeah, like once, once shit started popping off. That last ten to fifteen minutes of the film when a shit like frontal. super pops off, it's just horrific. But let me ask you guys this: your first watch through. How much were you piecing things together as it was going along? Before, because I mean, it's like I said, a lot of it's in the background. Yeah. Like, what were your thoughts about what exactly is happening or what's to come? Did you ha- did you have any sense of idea of of this like possession? Like when I heard when I heard this bitch say the eighth king of hell, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I knew there was crazy. something supernatural going on, and I mean, you get like little tidbits of it like charlie saying that uh the grandma wanted her to be, be a boy, a boy. right that was such a good one right all that other shit and you notice that the line with the hooks like i didn't let oh, i didn't let her, her have peter but she got her hooks into you when she's talking to charlie mm-hmm. um so that was interesting I, I i just found myself i was like how is this gonna play out like what What's next? Yeah, I wasn't sure I thought where Charlie was everything gonna end was up going. Killing them all, and you then know? yeah, well, you you think that because it's like oh, the classic cliche of the creepy right. horror movie kid, right, dies, but and then they starts... just kill her in like the first thirty minutes of the movie, and yeah, <laughs> see, that's where I started thinking there was gonna be a little bit where like she died, and then once they started communicating with her, that her spirit was gonna be all vengeful. That's what and I thought. coming after them and all that. But then they throw that spin at the like two quarters of the uh, now like, like three quarters of the way they in the movie. Payment for the first time. Yeah, with the mm-hmm. demon and how he's got a host of mail, which I thought was arbitrary at first until like the very end. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it was also cool that like that's another thing about the ghost genre. Usually it's person down on their luck and shit, try some demon shit gets hit up on some demon shit people yeah. get clapped no nah, this movie is just about actual fucking cultists yeah you know like part of a cultist family yeah dude, <laughs> so bad, it, dude it's so cool that they had like the demon in the girl's body yeah like she was the demon but she needed a male host yeah so that was the brother's place now that we're in spoiler territory and yeah shit. for sure but like that was Isn't a nice it so crazy spend. that like yeah she comes she just they forcefully make her inherit this body and are like what's up payman (laughs) what's happening like here's your dead family all around you and she's just like it's lit in here huh it's lit in here (laughs) do that part where um main character was the mom she was like floating in the attic stabbing her neck 
That was like the piano what, did she wire. Have a wire. It that was a piano, piano wire. wire. Okay, I thought dude, she had yeah, like just two like knives. Just, oh my god, dude! That, because so, like one of them just guts. As she's oh just god, like, no, dude, like eyes bulging, staring down at Peter. Yeah, it, it like, was so. Like that he, was he jumps out the fucking window. The, well, he, he, that's not even what makes him jump out. It's that the cultists that make him jump out. Right, because then they're like. They're like, thing, oh, we've been in here the whole time. The weird thing is I pause that when the cultists pop up because I like titties and like, I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, man, this 80-year-old woman's tits are in great They're condition. They're pretty good for Jesus 80 Christ. years old. But no, they all look happy. Like that, the dude standing They're in the middle cultists. had like a Santa Claus smile. Yeah, like, dude, come on, the 8th King of Hell is back. welcoming, bro. The 8th King of Hell is back. I was going to say, they're about right? to bring in yeah, payment. That, that's true. They the, got they, a reason they to be They have happy. been waiting for this for so long. They're like, finally. Yeah, they just look. Look how old they are. One of them They're looks like your friend's cool aunt, you know, just like, hey, She's just you know, smiling. You could have some beer in the house, you know. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Oh my God, dude. Love it. Am I not? Is the uh, am I spiking or anything? Am I moving this yeah. around too much? Oh yeah. I want to say something that I love so much about Ari Aster is like, he is me as a director. He is you. He's just like me, He's for real. For for real, for real. Um, he speaks to me. He makes this artwork for me. I'm going to fuck him later in the future. No, no, no. I want him to adopt me. It's oh, much that's, more complicated that's even better. than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> he said, no, I view him more as like a father figure. Yeah, it's a much. Oh, God. Daddy play. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. Um. We're about to make the midsummer move now. Well, I just wanted to. He said, "Fuck off." We're He's still like, talking no, about we're still hereditary. Talking about the I want to check, check back out of the conversation. I just wanted to talk about the house for a little bit. The house, because like mm. I was uh. going to say, his attention to detail and like, I feel like he shares anxiety in the same way that I do. When I write something, I want to have that whole house in my head, so when yeah. I get there, I know exactly what to shoot. Mm. That's why he fucking built it on a soundstage. Exactly. Is that what happened? He built the house on a soundstage? That's, that's why he's able to yeah. get those crazy Dude, so... shots where he like, pans in between from... the walls. Yeah. Okay, that makes that makes more sense. I thought they would have like built something in for yeah. that, but... that is a, like He said they tried to location scout to find a house that would fit, but, but it just didn't the, work. Like, the framing didn't work super well until... Yeah. They until he just decided to just do a soundstage, and, and there he did was... a great job because it's so vo- like I was saying earlier, it's yeah. so big and void of emotion, it's like haunting. the muted colors. They have these beautiful, uh, this beautiful light placement throughout the house, yeah, where they'll have like I don't even know what they're called, but they're like lanterns that you put down going down the hallway, yeah, like the chandeliers almost, yeah, yeah. the chandelier and all that. Like it just creates depth in the hallway. They right. love sprinkling like. Really saturated yellows and purples yeah. in there. Those yeah. lights, like there was one scene where you could see a purple light just shining in the window of the door, right? And it's just like almost an omen. And I love, but um, not quite the shots looking out to the treehouse when when, when the, the space lights are heaters on. Yeah, the space heaters on, so so that it's just the that blinding kind of red light, yeah. bursting out of the windows. And it's a uh, kind of foreshadowing for the very end of it too, for sure. Well, because yeah. you always you like the first time you see it, you're like watching it, and you're like, oh, this is a horror movie about like creepy shit. So you're thinking, oh. The red lights on, time yeah, for creepy shit to pop yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just no, it's just a space heater. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I love that about it. And that's even more creepy too, though, because you're expecting something you don't get a like return on that. Well, that's the thing they they build up the expectation until eventually oh no not there is fucked up demonic shit going on in this treehouse yeah oh my god dude i'm so sorry i know we're supposed to talk about the house but like when she was up in the corner in the living yeah. room uh-huh. and then how she goes from there like the camera gets redirected in another direction and she zips then he realized the that something moved he looks up nobody's there and then she pops up in the corner in front of him just yeah. like mm-hmm. running at him like when she's running like a lunatic, it reminds me of unedited v- footage of a bear. Oh my god, dude! She's wearing the same clothes and everything, bro. That's crazy. Like and she's chasing her kid through this beautiful yeah. house, just trying to butcher him. That's you know? nuts. So it kind of draws into that mental health thing because how that's an allegory for like antidepressant abuse yeah. and shit. Yeah. And how this one is just not getting help. Right. You know, it's. I don't know what point I was trying to make there, but just <laughs> the imagery is yeah. one terrifying, two well done, and three doesn't rely on jump scares and a fucking obnoxiously loud soundtrack. Right. Like there's still a soundtrack, but it's it's not relying it's more on of a you haunting, getting hit. Tense feeling. Right. Yeah. Right. There's still loud sounds, but it's not loud sounds that are like like meant to like sting, surprise you, and scare yeah. you. It's yeah. Like. More of a when she, I, well, yeah, like when she's banging her head on the attic oh door. That God. freaked me out. Yeah, I was fucking. It's like just it. like a steady, constant pounding that just builds. It almost just looks like it was uh, done in like stop motion, almost that they like positioned so her in certain you know? ways, and it just made her jerk around. Cr- yeah, they made her. It's yeah, like, she there's looked... no way they actually shot that in one shot. Yeah, like, she looked demonic, to... dude, for sure. Um, and like you're expecting her to be like punching the uh, the door to the attic too because yeah. of how rapid it sounds. Right. And you're expecting her to be like punching or clawing or some shit. And then you look and that bitch is just on the ceiling, mm-hmm. just fucking pounding her head into the. Ah, God. I feel so bad for Peter, dude. At that moment, he's like, "Mommy, please stop." He's like, so terrified. He's subverted into like, Child. "Mom, please stop." Yeah. Like yeah. that's so scary. And that relationship he already has with his mom. With her weird sleepwalking, she tried to clap. She his ass. almost caught it. She kerosene all over him. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. And her and Charlie, yeah, and him all oh together with God. the matchbook, dude. And that's one part that I actually did call. Is I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, smothered in paint thinner. She was trying to light him up and a box of matches. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. I was so happy dude. when I heard that though. When they cut. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why. Well, like you want your protagonist to be troubled, or else there's no. I was no so happy when I heard she was gonna set plot. her kids and herself on fire. Well, I mean, it just shows like you really just put a smile. You already on my know face. about her family history with mental illness. Now right. you see that she's vulnerable to that exact same thing, and that's gonna make her kids more likely to develop some sort of mental illness if they don't already have one. Right. And the super like. Well, yeah. One of the first lines she says at the beginning is that her mom had DID. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah and then uh, her brother was and schizophrenic. Her dad, her dad yep. was schizophrenic, and he starved himself to death. Her brother killed her, killed himself. Yeah, dude, and like, and then immediately after that, we hear about the, um, her trying to clap her kids, like right. something like that. It's in that ballpark. I don't think you learn about that until a little bit later on. Was that no? It's not the group that she tells. She tells Joan. She tells Joan that shit. The cult oh member. yeah, maybe it just sound like feels so close together because of how like the there's ribbons. so many empty spaces. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
and it feels like the dialogue is more close on like a page level. Right. But yeah, I'm man. also, you know, barely know what I'm talking about. And I just enjoy the time. Oh, for sure, man. <laughs> I feel that way all the time. Yeah, dude, you made a career out of it. You know what I mean? We out here so. enjoying movies. You guys have a guess on like the budget or anything? On the budget for Hereditary? Yeah, what do you think it cost? What's his usual? Do you know? Like, what's his usual budget? I, got, I, I have a no. ballpark, but I'm going to give it to you. What do you think? Okay, I'm going to say, and I have no frame of reference here. I'm going to say, like, 20 mil. Hmm. Okay, Andrews? I was going to say 15. 15 mil? I was even going to go lower. What do you think? Say like 10. 10 mil? Yep. Yeah, that's what 10 I mil? Yep. You um, already knew how that much shit. you guys knew no, lying, motherfucker? No, I, I thought, because I, like, I was like gauging it out, and I'm like, 824, mm-hmm. first film. Mm-hmm. You know, I, was I like, could see hey. that easily being a 20 mil. I was even going to go lower Like just based off of the cinematography. How much did it end up getting in the box office? Oh, probably... You guys want to guess? Fuck, dude. That I mean, it was super successful. I was gonna say we're gonna it, say fifty. Fifty? Oh, wait, wait. No, more than no. That, I'm right? thinking more than like 50? half a billion, maybe. I was Jesus. gonna say I'm thinking like five hundred million, six maybe million. Maybe a little lower. Like two hundred, three hundred. This made eighty million. Oh, 80 million? so I was close. It's got to be more Shoot than that. Look at y'all with your half a billion. Because that's just box yeah, office. Yeah, dude. This is just box office. Least yeah. educated dude in the and room. Might, I don't know if it's global box office it's, either. Oh, so it's Does just it like say, America. It doesn't say domestic or uh, worldwide. It probably didn't get released in China. That's for damn sure. I know yeah, that. Yeah, dude. That well, I'm just going to say I was right. But that's crazy. I'm just going to say I was right. <laughs> I, see, Andrew and I were thinking the same because I remember it being very yeah. successful. But They're big picture guys. You know, eighty million, I guess, is pretty successful on ten million. It's pretty good, you know? yeah. And that yeah. that was when A twenty four was still like, it wasn't a household. I was say, it was it was, that was yeah. like I think in these the moved. I think this movie was one of the ones that helped. Put it Midsummer, on the map. Midsummer might be more in that ballpark range. Yeah, it might be up in that up closer in to higher. that budget. Because yeah. Midsummer was, I I don't even want to know how much it cost to build that little village. Oh yeah, the village like they painted everything. You know, very very yeah. Art, there was a bear. There was a bear. Dude, I was so upset when I saw that bear in a cage, and I saw the. Uh, You're well, like, no. we're we're not in that territory yet. Yeah. But but nothing good happens for the bear. I'm upset about that. Before... Spoilers, Dennis. I know. <laughs> Jesus. Right? Well, I said, Come I on, we haven't even dropped ben. the spoiler warning. Oh, we just talked about the Revenant. Fuck. All my homies hate bears. All I could think bro, of is Nicolas Cage, to, bro. To call back to that, I got to see that in a theater, uh-huh. and that was insane. The Revenant? Yeah. Yeah, I never Ooh. saw it in theaters, man. Yeah, that was that was insane. I Even though imagine. I had watched it prior to the theater, because that and Hateful Eight got leaked. Like, yeah. During the, like, there was a big piracy leak. It was like, I think actually when... Fucking pirates, the, dude. Um, Nate said... He is one. Dude. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. You know it's funny. I think this it was is why because we're not gonna make it because he's not gonna watch our movies at the premiere. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just gonna, he's just gonna fucking pirate them. Because I'm gonna be actually. at home working on the next thing. You know? like, like, <laughs> oh, that's what Francis Ford Coppola used to do. He just never goes to premiere. DM me if you want to watch the movement early. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> for thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah, for thirty bucks. He's just gonna sit at the theater with his 4K camera. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I got the cut. As long as it's a phone. <laughs> but, uh, fuck, dude, you just made me forget my point there. I was like, fuck your point. <laughs> we got to play it back. You know, we got to figure out what I was talking about there for a second. But fucking, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to, um, 
one last thing before we move on. Two Love last it. things. First off, the dollhouse, the diorama shit was yes. actually insane. Dude, she the miniatures were fucking amazing. I like, love there was the that opening zoom in shot, shot. That opening the, shot, very first of, shot. Of like yeah. the pan from the treehouse to mm-hmm. the model of their house, oh, and then yeah. the transition to like yeah. the dad opening the door. Yes, mm. that was crazy. Yeah, man. as soon as the whole miniature room was in frame, mm-hmm. yeah, he just bust that door open, and it looked so exact too. Like Absolutely. whoever made those miniatures, is... yeah, I really liked that. It's it's like a the entire thing is a metaphor, as in that these people are literally dolls being played with. Yes. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, oh for sure. They're not in control of anything that's happening to them right now. That, that damn. And she I right? didn't even peep that shit. In that I, I just thought it was a cool transition. I didn't even think about no, that. No, she's, yeah, From the get go, like, everything's already been like preordained. Mo- yeah. Right. As soon as she died, it was like. Order 66 is in motion. So. Dude, the miniature of the accident, though. Yeah. That, that, dude, the husband walks in. He's like, what? He's like, he's Jesus like, What do you think Christ, our son God. is going to think of when he sees right? this? And then she's so emotionless, too, just like defending her own ego almost. Just right. like, it's a neutral view of the accident. Yeah, she's like, it's oh, not he, about yeah, him. He's not going to feel anything about it. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're painting blood on the head. So. Yeah. Like, I understand working through trauma, but there's a difference between like working through trauma and like obsessively like. That was, that's some Bruce Wayne shit. Yeah. That's something I battled with, too. Like she seemed like she was trying to cope with it, Harley Quinn. But when you see reference. how graphic it is, it just it, it feels unjustified to make something like that. Exactly. Like I've made songs in the past, you know this. Yeah. That are super graphic. You know, trying to work through something that's happened in your life, but at the same time, like it becomes to to a degree, it's almost to a degree, too it's obsessive. It, it's hard to look at because right. it's so based in that real pain. And and interestingly enough, she's so into that's where she wants to be. Like she keeps escaping to these dollhouses and mm. and, and out, using that as her outlet. But and eventually, she just freaks out and destroys her uh, yes. studio. Yes, the, which the that's how point. that's what really drew the mental health thing for me. Yeah, because at first she's trying to escape into her work because of all this trauma happening. Right, and then eventually she's so consumed by that pain. That she doesn't want to do the thing that she's good at. Exactly. You know, like any artist could relate to that, I figure. For sure. Where you just, you're so hurt, and now your art's consumed by that pain. And then, of course, because of that, you don't want to make that art anymore. Right. Because it's almost like the two are one and the same. So, what what are we thinking? Like, what, what would you guys rate this movie out of 10? Out of 10? Yeah. I'd probably give it like a ten. I really liked it. That's justifiable. For being like a not super big horror dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I really, it's, really uh, liked it. It's pushing like an eight for me. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it really is. I don't wanna I don't, I don't wanna give tell it a me 10 one either, movie that's a ten out of ten yeah. for you. Ooh. Tell me one movie that's a ten out of ten. God damn it, Andrew. Ooh. Shut the fuck up. Fuck you. <laughs> I guess me. I guess the viewers will have to stay tuned for when we do a when we do the watch. You Bullshit. Give a yeah. rating. I uh, just give uh, me one. Hey guys, welcome back for the Nate's <laughs> movie list ranking. I will say uh, <laughs> we can make that show. I can make that happen, bro. <laughs> I would I would say Stalker, but mm-hmm. I'm, that's just me being cliche. But for me, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. 10 10 mm. for me. All right. All right. That movie I can watch. A hundred times, 
it is hilarious every time I watch it. And every person I show the film is always enjoyed themselves watching it. We it's, definitely got to do a Wes Anderson. It's uh, a it's a episode. very good and digestible Wes Anderson film. It's, gotcha. You know, it's it's very well done. Dennis? I'm gonna say, and I, I am a horror guy, so I like that grimy shit predominantly. Right. This was really good psychologically, but I'm going to give it a 9.5 just because I wanted to see it get more graphic. Mm, like the head okay. coming off, that was well done. Seeing it decay was obviously like just beautiful work. Yeah. I sound like a lunatic right now, but this is what I Horror enjoy. buffs, man. Horror um, buffs. But yeah, I mean, even when she was sawing her neck open, that was so great, dude. Oh man, but I like, really I just, just wish we could have seen her I, body like fall off after she cuts like, her entire yeah, head off. I was off. gonna say if she were to like <laughs> cut herself open, you know <laughs> what I mean, or like cut she like somebody, you know so like yeah. the disembowels herself. But it's obviously a ritualistic died, right? thing because yeah. the heads are all gone. Right. So I think but when the husband died, he got set so, on fire. You know what I mean? Whereas if we went for something gorier. Like she just goes animalistic and opens the man up. I would love to see that, but it also works in the movie's favor that they didn't go all the way with it at Weren't that she, time because it was super, because very she unexpected. just like it was an accident. Yeah, too. and then once that accident happened, that's when the that, killer came out. Right. That's so like I get plunge. that they didn't go graphic, but I would have loved to see it. Sorry to cut. No, you you're off. good. Regarding your thing about the decapitations. Yeah. Um, in. Like one of the pictures that they show when uh, a uh, Annie is like looking through her mom's stuff and she sees the stuff about payment. Yeah. He's got like a set, like three heads on his like belt. Really? Oh, interesting. Did not even So I think, that. I think like the beheadings are like part of the ritual to like give payment a new body. Oh, and she That's was the awesome, third decapitated. Wow. Okay. And, that like, like, and they needed, grandma, they needed the, the three, and, the daughter and it was like three generations, and I don't, awesome. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But. Oh, it has to. Well, I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10 for sure. I fucking love this movie. It it kind of... Um, Tony Collette should have won an Oscar. Straight yeah, up, dude. 100%. I, I agree with that. He's man. not. I mean, he's not going to for a horror, but he definitely needs to. T Tony was the girl. <laughs> oh wow! I was thinking the director, my dumbass. No, Ari Oster. I do Christ. think he. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no. Um, okay, cut, cut, cut all that out. Nope, nope. <laughs> We're raw, baby. We do it raw. I'm with it, bro. Going raw. We got two fathers in this room. Oh yeah. <laughs> God damn it! But um, <laughs> man, me and Andrew are gonna have kids now. God damn it! They're starting to do it. You guys together. should adopt together. Yeah, we're going to have Let's kids go. together. <laughs> we're co-parenting. We can rehearse it. Beautiful bearded babies. Shout out the rehearsal. I'm going to watch it. We're going to do an episode on it for sure. God, that show's um, insane. Let's move on to the next film, y'all. His second film made a fucking year after Hereditary. Mid um, While Hereditary was screening, he was already in Sweden getting shit set up. Love it. Crazy, I love Crazy, dude. Admire Crazy. the dedication. Admire the dedication. I just said it. Well, it's... You said it while he was talking, so it's like the movie we're talking about is Midsummer. Midsummer. There we go. Is that how it's pronounced, Midsummer? Midsummer. I always just say Midsummer. Midsummer, like more like Midbummer. Just kidding. I love this movie. That's you what, are a that's dad. That's what all of the <laughs> all of the members of the cast, except for Florence Pugh, said. <laughs> for real, dude. This is a Midsummer, bro. It's awesome. Ain't no man. Now, surprisingly, this movie was a $9 million budget. Even less. Kind of crazy. 
I mean, I, I guess there's less buildings. And I say it's just yeah. they just had to construct. Well, they there's not a soundstage, like, longhouses or whatever, and they do it in like a big open field. Yeah, yeah. Then you could just hire some Amish people. To I say they had to barns. They had to build know. a barn. So we bring in the Amish. With yeah, us. bring in the, bring Amish. the Amish. I know. Yeah, we used all natives, America, so like there was just, a big translating kind of issue. Yeah, not an issue, but you know, he had to get translators. Yeah. had to work with that. Yeah, which is cool. I think it's really cool that he worked with you know natives. Oh, for sure, that's awesome. People who actually live there and are in the industry mm. there instead of bringing a whole crew yeah, with you just over. Expedite it. You know, bring yeah, everybody over for sure, man. So this one, this one made less than Hereditary, man. Did it? Did it, I mean it cost less to make though, right? It cost less to make, but I kind of I, I expected it to be to do more, uh, more so. so I think I. against its credit is like the promo art looks way too pretty. It, it's just. That's no, a, that's the thing that about draws it. You it's in. a girl with nah, the, uh, it draws you in, man. But those, I mean, it draws but you those, in. Like, the tears, tears obviously, like face. draws you in. But at the same time, you don't look at that and go, "Okay, that's going to be the most terrifying movie I've ever seen." Right, but I think that's the intrigue of it because yeah, that's it's, it's immediate. It's immediately opening you up to the fact that this is going to be ninety five percent in, it's in the bright, in a beautiful yeah. that daytime daytime, shoot, you know, right. just a beautiful location. And that works in his favor too. It's nine PM. You just don't see the sun's that. still out. Yeah. yeah, dude. That oh to me, um what really hooked me with the it was actually I watched the trailer, which is what something I I don't like to do a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't watch He like, broke his code. Yeah, I'll watch like the one trailer and then I'll watch right. like Don't watch know, trailer two. That's it gives away it. too much. So I watched the like first trailer, and the thing that hooked me immediately was the violin score. Like, yeah, the, how it dude, builds up. Mm-hmm. It's the droning amazing. on oh, the yeah. score is just it, like that. Like, it's it made me more unsettled than Hereditary. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> just with how like overbearing it becomes as like the scene drags on. Right, right. And he continued his theme of of our slow grueling push-ins or like again staying with characters during a lot of these moments that's what i really love about his style is those yeah. slow zoom-ins beautiful he just puts them in the perfect places he is a... and he likes to like zoom in and then move into a pan sometimes yes yes and just that uh camera movement one works really well for showing more of the landscape yeah and two for creating that empty space on frame right to just build your tension with the score yeah so, dude Fun fact too about uh, the movie: if you actually watch the opening frame, it tells you the it's entire, the entire frame. thing. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. the, entire the prophecy frame. tablet or whatever. It literally shows you frame for frame, pretty much the entire film. The bear. But it's just in one yeah. painting. I fucking love that. And yeah, in in her apartment, there's a picture of a bear when she's laying on the couch, all upset. There's a yep. there's a portrait of a bear and a woman in a white dress, like. Almost consoling uh, the bear. Yeah. Are we in spoiled in spoiler no, territory not. yet? No. Not yet. We okay. just started I talking talk about, about it. Bear <laughs> so bad, dude. Jeez. <laughs> so um, you guys start doing that. We're gonna. Well, we talk well about it depends. Like three minutes in. Yeah, it but depends. we're trying to make it more digestible. All right. Oh. For the audience. So for this for this um, one, we probably won't have as long <laughs> as a non-spoiler conversation because we've already talked a lot about his. Anyway, the way I just said how we're not talking about spoilers, we're talking about spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, guys. No, you're good, bro. I, I just no, I'm apologizing to the audience. Oh, oh, okay. And I'll fuck you. Yeah, they read the description. Any day. <laughs> 
All right. That's so when a motherfucker crazy. pop up a in a bear body, to there will be did anybody <laughs> did anybody else think about the Wicker Man as soon as they saw yes. that? Just Nicolas Cage punching a bitch out in a bear costume. I haven't seen the Wicker Man, dude. What? You're you're crazy. You're it's, a crazy person. It is based on Wicker Man and also based on oh, what? Um, it's one of the best worst movies you could it's ever. It's based watch. on a lot of like uh, worst movies. Oh, worst. I'm not sure if pagan is the correct Horse word, movie. but yeah. it is based on... I think on... it might Yeah, pagan be. is the right word. It is, it is very... Um, a lot of the traditions that they do in Midsummer, they're all like based in reality. So. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was raised pagan. And like they, when they uh, did the whole uh, offing yourself at seventy two, yeah, dude, like that's a real practice mm-hmm. that goes back like a long period that originated in like northern Germany and Norway. So it is like a northern European culture, but there's a uh, practice that once a person feels that they're old enough to where they don't contribute enough to their community, they don't want to be a burden on their community. Mm-hmm. And this stems back to like when things were super harsh. So obviously right. this should not be a thing now. But back then, when you're so low on resources and you don't think you're contributing, a common practice was to do yourself in like that. Yeah, so that... Crazy. You could uh, lessen the burden on yeah. the other people in the village. But so it's, it's like, cool that they brought that in there. Yeah, and it's like what they say too, like how they're so accustomed to it that it's not taboo. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not like weird just a for them. Practice. But what is weird is kind of making these like random uh, American and like <laughs> yeah. English people watch, watch it happen. It. But they explain why. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Non spoilers, they do explain why they do that, though. They try to. And it was they're like, cool. it's you our have to culture. be accepting. I'm, uh, yeah. You have to be accepting. Uh, there's a little bit more of a suspense. I, I mean, there's a lot of suspension of disbelief in, in both, I'd say. But mm-hmm. this one, I'm like. Personally, you this know, seems more like based on reality. I'd be, I yeah, I would not stick around. I'd be zipping the shit out of there as soon as I saw that. But if I were the main they do, character, they'd be like, "Oh, we it. can put you in the truck that only has room for two. And they, well, they, yeah, I mean, they do show, they do show that a lot of people would get out in that situation because they show that couple trying to get out. They show them trying to get out. Try, you will try. You will try. Um, so just like generally, this is Swedish get out. Yeah, for real, dude. Generally, um, by the way, Jordan Peele, like, I-, I was listening to an interview, and Jordan Peele saw an early cut of Midsummer or whatever, and he, Do they, like, work closely together? They or? don't, but he just- he They just, should. I know, right? He saw it, and he just, like, praised Ari Oster so heavily, he knows and I feel work. like that's such a compliment. I know Jennifer Lawrence, uh, like, recently said something like- uh, Midsommar is her favorite movie and yeah. Ari Aster is her, she was like asked like is there a director that you'd like to work with and she was like uh Ari Aster yeah dude <laughs> yes um, so like similarly how how Hereditary was kind of like a um, a family drama at its core this is like a breakup movie in the center um, it's like so many things at once but it's his a main movie. inspiration was like this is like a, a breakup t- tale told from both sides um that turns into a nightmare pretty much um yeah i'd say all right or a dream come true depending on your perspective (laughs) i mean she has a brand new family you know she didn't have that 
after the movie started. Welcome to the family. You know, welcome so. to the family. You got like a cool hat made out of flowers and shit. <laughs> I and went to got... Harga and all I got was this stupid May Queen crown. <laughs> I heard the um, the score of the final scene mm-hmm. described as uh, victory over something you shouldn't have won. Ah, that's, yeah. that's a great description. Because like she's like very like she's very stoic at first. Yeah, she's like kind of like not sure if she should be happy, and then the second she kind of sees that her boyfriend, you know, is just like she's it's all like said overcome and done. with it. It's yeah. all said and done, and she's just like it's over with. You know, like it's, yeah, it's kind of like I gotta find it because I saw um like the script line for. Mm-hmm like the end of the movie when she's like staring out there. Yeah. And it's like, it describes her as basically like smiling the smile that only a person who's like mind is lost can smile. Yeah. Mm. It's like, it's just, it's the full, she gives herself into, you know full what I mean? Full indoctrination. Full indoctrination. Like she's full fledged in it. You know, yeah. You've done enough psychedelics and kill people now. Like yeah, you might dude. as well just dive in. So, um, how 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 did it like play out for you guys? Like, what was it? I, it's just more obvious than Hereditary was. It was you know a what little I mean? bit more obvious, but not I think a, it was a, a more clear way. cut. Yeah, you know. So it's not like oh, we're giving away what's gonna happen as soon as yeah. no. But I mean, out. when you when you hear that it's a bunch of people going to Sweden for this cultural festival, right. mm-hmm. and then they get there and you realize that it's like a commune, like a cult uh, you literally see it and you're like you see all these people wearing the same clothes you're like right. this is a cult yeah but they also <laughs> paint in a into way a that's angelic and just utopian well yeah it's, it's meant to look fields. so beautiful yeah it's meant to, to draw, draw you in, in like, like the first shot when they walk in i love the circle oh, that goat well goat that gateway yeah the goat <laughs> the goat of gateways <laughs> um i love yeah i love that um gateway that they walk through and it's just that the the score is like it's so happy and playful, and the mm-hmm. kids are just running around mm-hmm. in the grass. And then the dude walks up yeah. and it's like, "Hey, what's up? You guys want to trip balls?" Yeah, that's yeah. before they even get to the village. All the whimsy. Really. Yeah, um, I really, dude. The 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 psychedelics portrayed in this movie was it was like actually accurate. incredible. It was so accurate. accurate, scary, accurate, dude. For real, the breathing. I, like, I didn't, ask, was just I didn't perfect. ask for flashbacks. What really <laughs> killed me was uh, when they did that shot going it was like a shot aimed toward the sky with a tree along the side of the and frame the texture on the and the texture on the flowing. bark is just yes. waving and it's just so perfect dude like um, i love going outside when i'm tripping balls and like that's exactly how the bark looks on these bigger trees you're the you're the the swedish character he's like do you feel the earth? <laughs> and she looks down at her hand, and, her and the hand grass is the earth is growing through her hand. And she's connected, bro. But it's cool because she's like, I mean, they play out, they play out just the hear, emotions of a trip really you well. You guys are like my family. And then she he- hears the word family, and, and she stands up off. immediately and starts walking off. Yeah. And she starts walking, and then she runs into the group that's laughing, Dude. and they're all looking at her laughing. And I was like, I was holding my head. I was like, no, 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 no. This yeah. is bad. And like I was, I was telling you, dude, yeah. like that just really shows the paranoia that you could feel when you're in an uh, uncomfortable situation when you're tripping. Right. Because like I can't trip in public because I think everybody knows I'm high as shit. Right. Because most of the time it's they, they do. do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they're like, and then everybody you're paranoid does. that they're like <laughs> judging you and all that and that because they are exactly. <laughs> <you know? laughs> they're all they're all government agents. I would just walk outside with my tinfoil hat. Being gang stalked. <laughs> gang stalked. Oh no. <laughs> 
But yeah, I just like just telling to watch my show. But it was um, it was just really incredible how it, how it played out, and it just just felt very real. Oh, for sure. Uh, it was like I was scared as soon as the like, color temperature got cooler too. Yeah. Like as soon as she walked past that group. It started turning into like a grayer coloration. When that dude called out to her, like the score calmed a little bit. And it's mm. like, because it's moving with her emotion. Yeah, he kind you know of tethered I mean? her for a minute. Yeah, I like that. Um, so that was one of the b- bigger displays. Like when, when they first get there and they've got the shrooms and um, Danny's character is straight up like, I don't know if I'm ready. Like that, just the pressure of that situation. Yeah, and then Christian's scary, like, uh, you know, I won't do him either then. Yeah, and you just know it's going to be bad when she's like, oh, it's fine. Oh, no. It's fine. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, she's trying so hard to accommodate for him because yeah. she doesn't want to, like, bring him down or be a burden. But the at way, the same time, yeah. he already has it in his head, like, I'm leaving this girl. And exactly. you can just visually see that. This I mean, relationship didn't even is so... come here with her. Right, yeah. and she's trying so hard. Like, I just feel bad for her. But I also... Like, I've seen uh, relationships get just crippled mm-hmm. because a person's, like, one of the people are dealing with trauma and the other pe- person just doesn't have the emotional training or intellect or whatever right. to be able to relate in a way that's meaningful. And that's, or they just, like, separate from yeah. what they consider to be the problem. And that's a huge thing in this, you know? Mm-hmm. It is because really it's, it's really, it's the trauma <laughs> that kind of forces them to stay together in these in these times because it's like he was he was ready to 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 end the relationship but it's like after that what the f- like what are you going to yeah, do yeah like it's right. not, like, not the yeah, time like, to I can't somebody. I can't just leave this chick after her so, entire and family's and it fucking seals been that. killed it's like yeah. he's being a total dick though cuz like he doesn't want to look bad is why he's not yeah, leaving no, he, like I, it's nothing yeah. to do with her actual mental well-being it's he doesn't want to look bad right and you could tell that he and he's, he's a, a piece I don't of know shit. necessarily that he cares too much about looking bad, considering he associates himself with like Will Poulter in this movie, who is essentially the same character. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just he probably feels like if he does leave her, that it's going to like cause her to. Uh... So you think he feels trapped? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, okay. that's that's how I interpreted it. Was. And he doesn't like, know how to handle it. Because he's about to break up with her. He's talking to Will Poulter and his buddies about breaking up with her. And then she calls him Mental and tells out. him, you know, that her entire family has been killed. And right. suddenly he's like, well, I can't. Yeah. I can't I, I can see now. that point. Yeah. Like, you don't want to drive somebody over the edge like that. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, like, his mind is made. So, like, just stringing her on like that is not going to do anything to help her. But oh, I right. could see and how it's that non confrontation. But that's, yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I interpreted it, at least. The reveal for the family. Oh, like, dude. It was. Family uh, my killed, heart sank, dude. Like, yeah. As soon as I saw the car or, like, heard the engine, I think it was. Yep. I was like, like dude, I'm I like, thought they were all going to be in there. I thought they were in the car. But yeah. But the tube? Yeah. The we garage all, door was closed. Man. As soon as they opened up that garage door, yeah. you're like, oh, I know what happened. Couldn't you feel the pain in Florence Pugh's throat Just as she screaming. was. That just oh He's, my god like like that horse like there's like a horse kind of um aspect coming out it seems like it. he's really good at picking actors for that because there was, was something really say, similar he's really in good at he's really yeah. good at like portraying like real trauma grief heavy grief. grief yeah for sure man um you want to know something interesting that i heard in no the actually i don't cool no nah, we're not here for that bro okay just kidding <laughs> <laughs> cool. cool guys 
Some trivia. <laughs> you fuckers. Um, we got trivia. This is just a really cool thing uh, for a director to do. So, like, before they started shooting while they were on site and doing rehearsals, this is like the rehearsal, dude. This is like Nathan Stop. Fielder. Let's go. Ari Oster um, acted as their couple's therapist while they were in character. That's so cool. As a practice to, to like, help, like get up. them to know each other and, like, I just thought that was fucking sick, man. Yeah. Like that's a cool. That's a cool. Um... Dude, method acting has like been proven not to work, <laughs> and if you do it, you're a fucking idiot. Not everyone's Jared Leto, man. <laughs> not everybody's Jim Carrey, guys. Mm-hmm. No, that's re- that's actually like super dope. Yeah, I was really interested to hear that when I was listening to some interviews. Um, spending a lot of time with with actors and like really g- getting them into the part, it's just it's so important, and you can tell it, it really shows through on screen. Then so. you could like learn their mannerisms and how they would express something, and right. try to draw the parallel to how you would want it done for sure in man. a way that they can actually nail. Absolutely, um, a lot of work went into this thing. I love the design of the village, and again, how I yeah. just how everything is so bright and popping and mm-hmm. colorful. Um, the cinematography, just in the way the village was built for specific shots. I love that the shrine is just that fucking triangle. Dude, it looks like a caution sign, like I was telling you. Yeah. Just in those wide shots, and it's just that golden triangle in the yeah. middle. It looks terrifying. Dude, the like, shot where the, the elders are coming to the table, and it, he's just like, he's got that framing on point. So their, Each of their heads is right on the edge of that triangle the whole time that they're approaching, like, He's got the leading lines in his like everywhere yeah. Ari Aster looks. He's got leading lines shooting yep. out the in front way of him. That whole scene was shot was just incredible. Beautiful, dude. He uses the um, same Polish cinematographer that he used for Hereditary. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. You, it definitely yeah, shown it's the through. Same guy. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my one of my favorites is um, well, I guess I'll do the top three again since I did yeah. for Hereditary. I love the airplane. Where they where they go from her room Great shot. to the airport. Yeah. yeah, that's a very good shot. Um, the... After Pele tells her that he's sorry for her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that there's the I, I, if I'm thinking of it chronologically correctly, the the tracking shot with the answer the village. I really love that one. Yeah, where everybody's <laughs> dancing. Nice. The choreography yeah. of everything yeah, going on is great. That game. Yes, and then the the scene where she actually takes the tea. And does the actual dance? Love it. That yeah. was great. That shot is fantastic. Like just following her as they're dancing, and yeah. like you just see all the women like in in sync moving around as they right. start to tumble. Yeah, it's great. It's a great shot. How did you feel about the pacing of this film? I think um, he's a slow burner for mm-hmm. sure. The slow burns are amazing. That's why to me, I think the beginning. The beginning to me is the weakest because I just thought that the family stuff was a little overdone. Because, like, they could have done it in any amount of ways. I think they just did that for the shock value, yeah. which is why it kind of fell flat for me because it, it that feels more forced. It than does like, kind of set up her loss, though. It does. Yeah. But and, the, like, me, how easy it would be to indoctrinate someone like that. Exactly. But I do see your point. Yeah, they could have easily had her sister, like, poison her drinks or something. Mm-hmm. You know, something very small, but that yeah. wouldn't have been as visually it's shocking. It's not as exactly. yeah. yeah, and so... That's just to me burn the why. goddamn house down at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah, they could have had her do that, and it would have, you know, it would have went a different number of ways. And yeah. I think, um, I think that's why to me that's just the weakest point. When I on the first viewing, the boyfriend's acting was like a very weak point for me mm. as well. But I then, see that. But yeah. it grows on you in subsequent. He just viewings. is kind of 
a jerk. Yeah, he's douchebag. Yeah, once he's you literally realize, just like a douche bro. Yeah, once you realize he's <laughs> playing that like Chad mentality yeah. that he's like this man said a Chad. Yeah, he's like that's exactly what I mean. That he's is what for. he is playing yeah. for sure, dude. And so, truthfully, um, the film ultimately uh, had grew on me after yeah. the after watching it the first time because. Um, Oh yeah, I heard that, Mister. Yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> I was like, I, I was waiting filter, to speak bro. for a second. Um, what's it called? Yeah, that grew on me after the first viewing because the soundtrack, in combination with just the cinematography, it really like nails everything in there. Right. Because there's, to me, I never looked at Midsummer as like a horror film. Yeah. It, it it never was like something that I was like, oh, this would be like a, you know, a scary ass scenario. It was yeah. more or less like these things happen across the globe everywhere. Like, it's not just a Swedish thing yeah. or yeah. anything like that. Right. And to me, that's where I think it really shines is that it's not just, you know, there's nothing paranormal about it. They're really mm-hmm. just drugging these people yeah. up and then corrupting them and getting yeah. them to follow their ways. And, like, they need the outsiders so they're not all just... So they're not they're like all that inbred. They're not creating more of whatever the hell is in the church. Yeah. You know? Oh, the and guy so, that writes the holy books and yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, that's why um, I feel like it really does kind of grow after multiple viewings because you pick up on things like the painting in the first frame. Or right. When they first introduced the bear... All of the things hanging on the um, that, clothes yeah, that clothesline shows the same I, exact that's, thing. Yeah, that it shows I, the, I picked up on that with yeah. the chick who tries to cast like the love spell on yep. uh, Christian. Yeah, they definitely. I mean, they they put that right in front of your goddamn face. Like they pan right over it. <laughs> the way his glass was the only one that was slightly red. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fuck dude. Me up, bro. And they kept that center shot for such a long time. Mm-hmm. At first, I didn't even notice. How- how did you guys feel about like the second act of the movie? Cause that's when like people start disappearing and shit, mm-hmm. but it's not like, again, how you said it's not like 100% horror. They're not necessarily showing everything. It's more about disturbing images. Yep. Um, kind of after the fact, um, how'd you guys feel about the second act? I liked it. Um, the, like, yeah, I mean the ritualistic suicide of the elders is insane so shocking dude um, like, i love the build up with the mallet the way yeah, that dude the way that he is instantly killed with the first mallet strike after he survives the fall but then gets his head crushed in three more times <laughs> jesus christ it's good just, measure yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> gotta make sure he's clapped and then the way that like Danny goes back to like their longhouse to start packing her things. Yeah. And then Pele has to come and like connect with her. Right. And like kind of get like not necessarily gaslights her, but like everything's he, okay. Well, yeah, this he's he's like I'm connecting with you because my parents were killed. Mhm. Mm. And she's like that's not what this is about. And he's like, "No, yeah, it is." You, you know how he says his his, Karen, his parents died in a fire? In a fire. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder how. Yeah. Yeah, like mm. So maybe you're not he, he there's a sense that he's not, you know, he's devious. Yeah. Obviously, he's Oh, well, yeah, he the I mean, he the he entire movie he's identity. manipulating her and then mm-hmm. when she's crowned May Queen, he runs up and kisses her. Yep. I forgot about that part, actually. Full on, like, slips her tongue and everything. Yeah. Yeah, they really just use Christian as, like, a... 
a sperm a, a bank. Living, a yeah. living incubator, basically. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you so just... much for your cum. Um, yeah. We're going to put you in this bear. We're going to put you in this Thank you for bear. having ritualistic sex with this woman <laughs> and her nine other friends who are just moaning Related. around you. That I did find that to be super. I mean, it's fucking weird. You know, it's cult shit, but kind of hot though. Intra- dude, you and these old women. Bro. He likes. I, he likes them older. I guess. <laughs> I, I actually don't, but I've been finding a couple. I think. I think you found a few. I've been I think finding you found a, a couple. Few. I, I've been messing God. with a couple. This director knows my sensibilities. God bro. damn it, dude! You know, cult sex He's with like, old ladies. Point me to the cult. Let's Point go. me to the cult. Dude, how about his next film supposed to be like it's four comedy, hours, right? Really? With it's a like d- dark comedy um, with Joaquin Phoenix oh, called Disappointment so Boulevard. Nice. Uh, Michael Gandolfini's gonna Already. be in it too. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, dark no, comedy's but, the best. But yeah, he's going the diverging for horror, so that's really interesting. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where he goes next. The reverse Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah. the reverse Jordan yeah. Peele. Didn't you say? Isn't he? Um, executive producing uh something coming up here yeah uh it's something that nick cage is starring in okay i can't yeah i, I know we were talking hold about on let me bit. let me do my let me do my live google search um i want to talk a little bit about attention to detail with this movie kind of you know i mean the main house where everybody stays it's just covered hand drawn hand drawn art work yep. all over these walls and in the costume design They've got all the runes on them. They're di- mm. and each one is different. Uh huh. <laughs> and it's, it's funny you mentioned costume design because I really the the big thing from watching it multiple times. Yeah. I hate the outfits of the main characters. They all it's really? like they yeah. all just went to a Walmart bargain bin and they got yeah. These, they're all wearing just like red shirt, blue mm-hmm. shirt, light blue shirt, very with basic. jeans. Like jeans. When, when Christian like... is let out for his like sex ritual, yeah. One of the symbols on his shirt is like. The runic symbol for like fertility. Oh yeah, really? Which one was yeah. That? Wow. Uh, I think it was like the symbol for tear or something like that. Uh, T was. Does I, it look I, like I an don't... arrow pointing up? Yeah, 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 yeah. was. Like it would, probably wouldn't have hurt him just to get some logos in there, you know? Because they're all <laughs> wearing just logos. like basic shirts and you're yeah. Like, yeah. This movie yeah. that uh, he's producing added more personality to yeah, it. Yeah, just a little bit. Is called Dream Scenario. Dream Scenario. That's the one he's producing. He's producing. It's a comedy. Damn. With Nicolas right. Cage. Cool, man. I, that's that Ari Aster. Awesome. He's producing this. Okay, so it's somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, let me see what I, if I can find the director that's doing it. Long pause. Stand by. Stand by. But while we're standing by, what's Christopher Borgley is the director. Borgley. Borgley. All right, it's an Borgley. assertive name. Let's see what you can do, bud. Buggeroo. All right. So we talked about costume. We talked about set design. Um, that's another reason I really want to watch it a second time too, is because I didn't have much time to, to look at the walls. You want to see the details because I was and like any yeah. foreshadowing that might be in those main halls. Exactly. I was super focused on performances mm-hmm. first because um, they were so fucking good. See, that's all I was looking at was the scenery. Yeah. Because like it, I love how they sprinkle in. I could give a fuck how these people there. act. Yeah, fuck that <laughs> shit, dude. I'm wait. I, I need I need good looking scenery and like just enough gore to get me off. You know, <laughs> damn it, dude. 
My man is just horny during every to, movie he watches. If I need to like, chill out, just let hot. me know. But That's this hot. is just how I watch movies. Talk I'm about just gonna, how horny you are any day of the week. I'm just going to have to get a list for da- for Dennis, and he's you just going to be like... not like ejaculate get off. He's going to like come back and be like... In the back of my mind, like, this is changed. Uh, in the back of your mind, kind of jack off. Yeah, you're just like beating off in the back. Of <laughs> we'll your have head. a Gasper No episode, and you Jesus. can. Uh, oh yeah, that sounds dumb. Yeah, Dennis is just gonna hit us with an absurd list of shit to watch, and I'm gonna. August I don't know what it's gonna be, man. What's I don't absurd know. for Dennis though? That's August Underground. Dennis knows all some three shit of too. them. All I feel like you guys. All would, three uh... of them. The second one mostly, but that's just because of the. I'm not gonna say. Have it. you ever seen Irreversible? I have not. That's a tough watch. <laughs> so, how do you guys feel about the ending ultimately? Because I think that was one of the more super um, climactic, dude. Yeah, the score just like stayed on you too, with right. like this gradual build, but it's also loud at the same time. As I say, by the end of the movie, it's like over. It's like way, way overbearing. Yeah, it's yeah. just blaring. It's um, almost like some Kubrick type shit. Yeah, how it but it's like, but it, yeah, no, it's meant to for sure. Uh, people who say that this is a happy ending are wrong. No, yeah, it's not. <laughs> are, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I don't think being, Dennis is the only one who wants to. He's be like, just put me in a cult. Just like, put me in your. Like, just put me in your Swedish cult. You, like, know, I, I'll be in the bear. I can. I can do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, dude. Like, if you were the main character, you would fall for all that shit. Well, yeah, but you I'm, it, for whether it, or not you fall for it doesn't make it good or not. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> nice though. You got a family now. You got a cool hat. You know what I'm saying? You like, got a cool hat. Everybody's wearing the same shit. You don't got to worry about Arga your drip. All I got was this You're not stupid judging me. Flower. We all yeah, have the same ju- robes. Yeah, you all have the same clothes. Nobody's judging oh, you. Oh, we all just. Him. Empath each other's every, every feelings in a while, at every you get to... moment of the day. If you're screaming, I'm screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they're bringing people in from America to bang one out, imagine how much pussy these dudes that live there are getting, though. Jesus Probably... Christ. You not can a, cut that out. Lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you it's raw, Dennis Bowen. I don't understand. We're definitely like, what raw right now. That you don't get. Raw, uncut. Raw. Story. Uncut. Uncut. Every Gems. moist sound effect. Oh my god. Sorry. Why? 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 Rip. You know you like that, baby. Oh god. Nate, how'd you like the ending, man? Did it sit with you well? I think the ending the ending is uh it's more positive than um I'd say like the second act. Um mm-hmm. I thought that they could have done a better job with building up the side characters to kill them off. You know, it's you can't have everything, I guess. You yeah. Because there was 30 minutes cut off of the film. So really? Yeah. I don't know if I watched the director's cut. I, I have I not. I don't think I did. I, think I have it was not the watched the director. So um, I'll have to do that. It got cut a little bit. And so maybe watching the director's cut i'd enjoy the side characters a little more because it really does come down to after a certain point you're like i can't wait for some of them to fucking die yeah and then i understand that you know and then you get to it and you you know when they when they're all in the um barn at the end yeah um i always thought they could have did a better job with the um the actual bodies because they don't have the real people sitting there it's like these, Scare- it's like scarecrows it's, it's like, like scarecrows with like their oh, yeah, faces stuff with trees and some of them, them yeah. and, and if like if they meant to do that make made them look cheap like that that's a little different but when you okay. watch it for the first time it's a little off-putting because it's right. like they're not explicitly stated that they're skinned or anything like mm-hmm. that 
Um, yeah, like it's weird. Like they have the you know, they have the bodies. Why not yeah. just put them in? Especially because they yeah. did the uh, Native American the bl- ritual. The blood the eagle. Dude. Yeah, that was crazy, yep. man. Is that Native American as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was fucking. That's awesome. a I, know I think it's a Viking. I think it was a Norwegian thing. Too. Vikings did it a lot. Yeah, and yeah. they did the uh, personal one too, because there's two forms of the blood eagle. So once from the front, where yeah. you split open the sternum and rip the chest open. You know, that's more of like a casual just clapping. And then <laughs> casual, casual clapping. But then the one from the back, that's for somebody that's like related to you alive. that stabbed you in the back or like a dear friend that betrayed you or something. It's meant wow. to be more personal. Wow. You okay. know, so they stabbed you in the back, you stab them in the back. Yeah. That was situation. But it is the cool, like more graphic one though, because the lungs that pop shot out. was crazy. That close up shot of his back, how you just see the hunks of lung. And the fucking flowers on his eyes, man. Yeah, that just, was spooky as That's so. the haunting imagery we're talking about. Yeah, that's um, some like Coraline looking shit. The only person you know fucking great movie. Yeah, dude. The only person you know that gets skinned is Will. He gets his face taken off. At least his face and his fucking. Yeah, he made that, that, that one do look a lot better, though. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking horrific, dude. It gave. He looked like Michael Myers, yeah, kind dude. of. But like that's that an improvement. Yeah, for him. Yeah, dude. <coughs> I, I want to know more. I I missed some of like the holy book stuff. Mm. Um. Oh, uh, it was a lot of it's nonsense. It's really? just yeah, uh, I figured as much with the runic alphabet. Like he was talking to the elder about it and. uh he just wanted to take pictures of it, and then he snuck in. Yeah, that's. So, do you think he would have died if he didn't do that? Well, he was a sacrifice. Yes, he regardless, was a sacrifice so, regardless. Yeah. I guess Florence Pugh's character Danny, they needed... was the only one they didn't plan on sacrificing. Yeah, because they needed four. It was like four outsiders, four new blood. Yeah, and then, uh, like the the ninth one was like either a new blood or, uh, or like either like a actual like yeah. cultist or one of the new blood right so that's why they killed all of the people and then christian was like the last one gotcha yeah because yeah. the cultists volunteered right because they're like, like ascending you know yeah speaking of betrayal how they're like here eat this and you f- you'll feel no pain and then and then, and then as, oh, yeah. dude, as soon yeah. as he catches on fire <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then they all start it's screaming. It's funny they told that to the bear, though. But like, I didn't see the well, the dude in the bear. But the, I didn't see him screaming. I just saw well, the other guy screaming. Well, because he was he was like paralyzed. He's, when you yeah. watch it, when you watch it again, you see him in the fire. He's like his face is like melting. Oh, he's like freaking yeah. out. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Because I know the other guy started screaming, but I wasn't sure if he took that like yeah. no pain drug or if he was just in there say, like he, ritualistic gave, suicide style. They gave both of the. Like the living sacrifices, mm-hmm. like some herb that they were like, here, if you eat this, you know, you won't feel anything. But right. obviously, that was a obvious Tyler, the creator voice. Obviously, that was a fucking lie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah, dude. How does, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. How does this compare with Hereditary for you guys? Uh, which one kind of had a step up on the other? Honestly, Hereditary had me shook more light in a big way just mm-hmm. because of how cool and dark the coloration was how yeah. empty and open the shots were and the exterior shots just really set the tone for me gotcha that and your slow zooms were more frequent and hereditary mm-hmm. when it come when it came to like establishing that exterior shot moving inside and still doing that slow burn yeah for just 
just minutes on minutes of just pure anxiety. Right. Whereas with Midsummer, it, it was an anxiety-inducing situation, but it looks so beautiful. Yeah. That it just makes you like, okay, shit's fucked up, but like I could rock with this. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, I, dude. Well, I, want, I would rather start a cult. That way I'm at the God top and I don't it, have dude. to burn Okay, David Koresh. Yeah. Uh, BRNGDTV <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. Who's looking to get into a cult? He's applications for cults. Just hit me in the comment section. We can link up Hey, how you doing? We're the new Branch Davidian. We're the new, new Branch Davidians. We'd love to have you. The new, new. The ultra Branch Davidians. Nate, what do you think, man? Do you like Midsummer or uh, Hereditary better? I'd say um, I watched um, Midsummer first, so it was kind of a little more partial to me. But mm-hmm. I also I like Midsummer because you can watch it as a like I said a non paranormal story. Yeah. So so it's almost more like you could you can believe that it's happening. That's kind of what I right. like about it too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that said. I think Hereditary is like. Uh, the more unsettling of the films. It's the yeah. better horror. Yes. Film. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Um, but like the way that Midsummer left me feeling. Yeah. Is uh, almost dirty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You uh, you walk out you after like seeing yeah. after <laughs> seeing Florence like smile at the very end after like they do that pan that shot of the of the temple burning and then she's like dragging her flowers across yeah there. wearing like her flower cocoon that she's like trying to walk in and then mm-hmm. yeah she just starts smiling and laughing she looks like the um uh if i'm she looks like the the grandma from spirited away or like the old woman oh, oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. like that's what she reminded me of kind yeah. of when she's walking like that yeah like, yeah but yeah th- the way that Midsummer left me just like empty. <laughs> right. Uh, I think I like it a little bit more than Hereditary. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I love both these movies so much, man. But I think um, Hereditary stuck with me in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, family dramas are. Really I was gonna interesting say to me. you're a family, family man. Dynamic. Yeah, that I found that to be really interesting, and and the idea that the past haunts us and and our lineage haunts us. Mm-hmm. No matter, I mean, there's just I can relate to that. Yeah, there's just something you can't do about it. You, you know? can remove yourself as much as you want. But, yeah, but it still follows you to some degree, right. whether it be through like your own drama or yeah. like direct links, like having to talk to these people that did this thing to you. Right. No, for sure, man, you know? and that's super present that's in that film. So universal too. Yeah. Um, I also liked that I wasn't super aware of what to be scared of in the background until it happened. And then I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, holy motherfucking that's, shit. That's what, that's what I was saying. Like hereditary like, is, you know what's going yeah. on. Hereditary is definitely the scarier of the two films. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that scene in hereditary when, uh, the son was waking up mm-hmm. and he gets out of bed. There's just this yeah, huge she's light just... on the bed and you see up in the grid of the shadows. She's just, she's just there. In the corner. It's for a good minute. Too, dude, dude, when she swims through well, the think, air, well, yeah, bro, you, you think so she's going to do something yeah. and then he, he turns and she just like, 
wall runs away. Yeah. That's how you know it's some Satan shit. If oh, Jesus yeah. walked on water and this bitch is swimming through the air. Right. Like, yeah. it's as opposite as it gets. That's just crazy, man. She yeah. teleports from being like in the corner of the ceiling of the living room to being in the doorway. Yeah. Just... And you only hear the slightest shuffle. Right. Right. Um, I, I would so, yeah, I, I'm going to say Hereditary takes a cake for me. Just by a hair, though, man. I mean, because they're both so fucking good. Um, I would give Midsummer a 9 out of 10, personally. See, I, I think uh, I, I give them that. both 10s. 10 out of 10? I'd say 9 out of 10. Nate? 8. Clock 8. back 5. in. <laughs> 8.5? 8. Slightly 5. better gotcha. than Hereditary. Gotcha. All right, I think that's fair. I, I fucking love these movies, man. I cannot wait for Disappointment Boulevard and whatever Ari Oster has up his sleeve, man. I can't wait to see what he's got next. Oh, yeah. Get your plugs in, boys. Oh, we're plugging our shit now. Plug that <laughs> shit in. You go Let's ahead, go. Nate. Enjoy the epic. Uh, obviously, this is going to air after the premiere. But, yes. um You should yeah. have been there, motherfucker. Hopefully, at this time, <laughs> we're all he- well and healthy, and I haven't died on October 1st you from got a panic it, attack. So we'll you be all good. It. Keep and an eye out for the movement after its uh, theatrical release. And my name's Burgundy. Check out the YouTube channel, BRGNDTV, all caps, no cap. We eat a lot of spicy food, you know, exploitation, putting myself in pain for your entertainment. Yeah, if you want to see him fucking melt because he's uh, putting a 9 million Scoville uh, fucking gummy bear in his mouth, that's a thing. Yeah, Zach was there for that. That was fucking brutal. Uh, So was the pepper challenge where we ate Carolina Reapers, and so was the one chip challenge that had Carolina (laughs) Reaper. The one that started it all. And we're about to go into production for the Hot Ones Challenge here in a week or so. So hopefully that'll be out around the same time as this episode. Keep that. Keep an eye out for that shit. Um, let's plug our shit, bro. Storyworks Podcast. It's the Storyworks Podcast. <laughs> we're a couple of fucking storytellers telling stories about podcasts. Story boys. A couple of story boys. We, That's the brand, bro. For sure. We've got a fun month coming up. It's October. We're getting spooky. We it's got some spooky more spooky time, shit. bitch. Um, I'd love to do an episode with um, you guys telling us some shit to watch. What scares the fuck out of you? I want to see it. Don't disturb me, though. August Underground. Storyworkspodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Comment on our Facebook page. Comment on our YouTube, YouTube, Especially the YouTube. Yeah, for sure. Subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe. That'd be great. Um, We're talking about getting some video content going here very soon. So let us know what you think about that. But especially get at us with some horror movies. ASAP Rocky. Hit us up, hit us up, hit us up. Cannibal Holocaust. Maybe. I don't want to watch anything too fucked up. I wouldn't watch that one if I were you. I don't want to watch anything too fucked up. They kill a sea turtle. Tim Burton episode. That's a good idea. idea. That would be a good one. Hell yeah. Cool. We'll see you guys next time for some more spooky shit. Sayonara. And thanks for listening. To the Cut, motherfucker.